Coming up, Chicago is in the national sports media right now with this Justin Fields talk. So we're going to stick with that. You're going to hear a lot more about Fields. We want to talk about what happened to Detroit this past week where they got the shaft on on some bad officiating. Lamar was dominant, pretty much locked up the MVP. We had a major pick six failure this week. We had a chance for a big one. We didn't get it. And we're going to touch a little bit on the college football playoffs. And we're going to close with our top fictional sports character names. Again, these are going to be the guys that we just think have the coolest names. It's not about performance or anything like that. Just top fictional sports character names. That's going to be fun. We're talking sports. It's the sports life. Let's go. All right, so here we go. It's Justin Fields time. We're going to come right out with this because I know Uncle Clint has not been a Fields guy. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen that he was going to have a couple of decent performances mixed in late. You were going to start to hear the national news media get on this thing. You're going to hear people start asking questions about it. I, I knew it was going to happen this way. I will say one thing. We wanted to run Eberflus out of town here, and as soon as he took over the defense on this team, the team has completely changed. Eberflus done a good job with defense. But to the Fields thing, I think you have three options with Justin Fields. You can either keep Fields and trade the pick and help Fields get some more capital and improve him, make him get better. Or you can trade Fields and trade down, trade the pick down for more picks and, and help get your team better and, and get like a veteran quarterback. Or you can trade the pick uh, and keep keep Fields. So, I mean, to me, what I would do is I would trade Fields. I would also trade the number one pick, trade down in the draft and maybe get Bo Nix and, and try and get some more capital on the offensive line and the defensive line to, to try and help. Bo Nix. I honestly, in my opinion, think Bo Nix is the guy in this draft that you're going to want manning your team. Oregon is a pro-style offense. They always run a pro-style offense. And, and I said it with Herbert when he came out. Uh, I think the same thing about uh, Bo Nix. I also really, want, I watched the college football playoffs, which we'll touch on in a little while. But oh, yeah, we're going to bring I, up I that. told my buddy... Uh, that I picked Washington to win this thing from the very beginning. And that Michael Penix Jr. reminds me of Michael Vick. I mean, this guy this guy throws bullets, he throws dimes, and he can move on his feet. He's left-handed. And you could definitely get him later on down in, in, in the draft if you uh, used your number one pick to pick up some more, some more capital. Yeah, I got a piece on him. I definitely want to talk about him. Uh, I'm going to stick with Fields right now because – I have confidence in the front office right now. I think these guys made an awesome move by not doing the Bryce Young thing, right? They had a chance to kind of get rid of, move on from Fields last year. Bryce Young would have been a disaster. Now, keep in mind, they also kind of missed where they could have got Stroud. Could have got Stroud. So, but but the the most people thought Young was going to go one there. He did. That would have been a, a real disaster if the Bears went that way. So, the there was a, also a hidden fact there which was Carolina kind of cleaned out before they got young they traded more to the Bears they got rid of CMC last year so I think that Bears knew we're going to have a real nice pick coming back to us I don't think that they thought it was going to be the number one overall 
But look at that. That move worked out fantastic. They got a haul. Another thing, too, is Fields is not Ryan Poles' guy. So Ryan Poles may be looking to get his franchise quarterback since he came in after Fields. So I think Poles has done a tremendous job. I mean, he, he for, for what he's got going on right now, uh, I think that he's done a tremendous job. I, I, I'm interested to see if it sounds like they're going to keep Eberflus. Uh like I said, once he took over the defense and they let him do what he's best at, uh, maybe they need to get a new offensive coordinator to help him out. Or, yeah, Luke Jesse's not very good. Or blend in, blend in that way. Uh, I think you keep. I think you keep that coach. But, I mean, uh, the defense Eberflus, is phenomenal. We we used to beat Eberflus up on this show, and since he's fired his defensive coordinator and taken over, you can tell that the Bears are a different team. And then they were raving and raving and raving about Fields last week. He had 14 minutes to throw the football against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think, keep in mind here, the defense also, um, they have been playing without some significant tools over the last couple of years. They got rid of Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack. Khalil Khalil Mack's a 15-plus sack guy still in the league. Um, the guy on the Rams, who's the the linebacker, defensive end, oh, slasher, Leonard Floyd. Leonard, Floyd. Leonard, Leonard Floyd, Floyd. They got rid of him. I mean, they've kind of cleaned out some of the top name guys, especially Roquan, who's had, you know he's a great defender, having a good season with. Uh, is he on the Patriots? He's on the Ravens. On oh, the Ravens. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean he's he's a top dog, what? and so and then the defense is still doing what it's doing. I mean the Bears are building right now, and in my opinion. If they want to have a chance at winning a Super Bowl, I'm not talking about division. I'm not talking about just making the playoffs. I'm talking about Super Bowl. You got to trade fields. It's the smart financial thing to do. Um, I'm in di- where I'm in disagreement with you is I think you take Caleb Williams. I think you fire the bullet right here. I really do. I think you go get him. I think it's the right call. You're I just the Dak Prescott. I feel like he's going to do, but he, he folds over. He's practice. cheap. Here's the thing: if he's just good. You got money to build the rest of the team. You could even trade fields, Clint. Take your other number one and possibly make some sort of move with that one with your fields capital and get Marvin Harrison Jr. too. I watch quite a bit of college football, and Caleb Williams does not impress me. I would not. First of all, he doesn't want to come to Chicago. He's already already stated that he doesn't want to be here. Do you want a guy quarterbacking your team that doesn't want to play for your organization? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because number one overall pick, you're going to have the money. You're in a great football city. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, 67%, 93 touchdowns against 14 I feel picks. Like when things the don't guy, go. I mean, he's got it. The guy's got when it. When things don't go his way, when he's all, when everything's good, he's all sunshine and rainbows. But when things are falling down, when USC started to lose, he, he folded up. There are things I don't like about him. He does take a lot of sacks, and that's a major criticism that I have on Fields. I was looking yeah, back. Fields is all the I was looking back at Fields' numbers though in these last games that the Bears have been doing He's, a pretty good job. Like, great. He takes he well, he had an unbelievable play last week, which is why everybody talking about keeping him because he spun out of like three tackles and then ran for twelve yards. But he took he takes sacks for huge losses. I was looking back three for thirty eight in the game. Two for 19. I mean, just constantly. Financially, it would be better for the Bulls to, to go your route. Very I just good. have absolutely zero confidence in this guy. These people think that this guy is going to be the next coming of Andrew Luck, and I just 
I got a pretty good read on players. I just do not see it with this Caleb Williams guy. I, I mean, if they get him and they win with him, uh, I, I mean, I've been wrong before, but Caleb Williams just does not impress me. I, I'm just not impressed. Well, you see with the 49ers, I don't really think necessarily you need a great quarterback to win. But, but, look at but the 49ers. That, that's kind of my point. Look at Fields. That's kind of you my point mean? is that the team has so much draft capital yeah, so you don't that they can still take Caleb Williams with the number one. Exactly. You trade, you trade Fields, you get more draft capital. You can use that to go to make a trade. You can use that to move up more and get Harrison Jr. You can move. The Bears are loaded with picks. They're in a great spot. I heard he's worth the second and third. You, you could also trade Fields. Trade. The number one pick, or draft Marvin Harrison Jr. with the number one pick, and see if you can find a, a guy like Joe Flacco out there. Because to me, Russell Wilson. To me, a Russell Wilson would be a good fit. You, to me, a veteran quarterback beats a rookie quarterback any day of the week. I understand your point, but I think you're missing the financial element. Because when you go pay these veterans, you got to pay these guys. I mean, the Flacco's just that's. Luck of the draw there. I mean, they found him needle in a haystack, and they're not paying him much, pulling him off the couch. But you start talking about Kirk Cousins types of players. Russell Russell Wilson, Denver's letting him go. They're taking a $40 million hit. I mean, it's Denver's just taking the hit, though. I don't know what it takes to get him. You might, If you could get a Russell Wilson cheap, like if you can get a cheap veteran, I, that, it's not a bad move, but for the most part, when you go get these guys, these veterans on a couple year deals, they cost. I don't, I don't think that's the route the, the Bears are going anyway. I think they're either going to keep them or they're going to trade them and they're going to draft Caleb Williams. And that, that's, that's the route I think the Bears are going to go, and I think it's going to be a colossal mistake for the Bears. I think the Bears, actually, I feel like they're going to keep him because I'm not sure if I hope for it, but he's earned the fans' trust. You're tell, you're, you're When you're at the Bears game, they're chanting trust. He has, like, be, like in the middle of the season, people were. I mean, how can you go from tr- everyone wanting to trade Fields to now everyone ch- chanting that Soldier Field keep Fields for but, for financial purposes? To, they're probably gonna let Fields go. You cannot pay a guy like that twenty twenty five million dollars. Well, he, he's had, twice, he's heading for more than that. He just doesn't. That's he, just gonna be to his me, fifth year he option. He wanted that kind of money. The guy's not good enough. He's had one. 300-yard passing game in his entire career. I, I looked this that, up. His his numbers his numbers are very similar to last year, except his rushing numbers are worse. He he, he his rushing numbers last year were phenomenal. Caden, okay? if you look them up, they were. I, I don't know if he was over a thousand yards. Maybe it was unbelievable. They were Ten to plus touchdowns. Into a pocket passer. He, what they were trying so to do. it went down. But he's a sixty percent passer, seven yard average. So what that tells you is is that they're trying to protect them. And when you start talking about the offensive coordinator and you need to get rid of him and all this stuff, I think they're trying to protect him because he can't throw the ball down the field consistently. When you're throwing for a seven-yard average at 60%, that's not good. That's not good. Now, if you're throwing 10-yard, 11-yard, if you're throwing 10-plus-yard average, that's different. Then I can expect you're taking more risks. I can expect that, that percentage to be in the low 60s. But if you're throwing seven-yard average passing – you need to be in the mid-60s, period, plain and simple. And he's not there, and it's not getting better. And that's the thing for me is that I think Fields, in the right situation, can go somewhere and be a good quarterback. 
time's up here because the Bears got to move on. If the Bears want to win a Super Bowl, it can't be in two years wrapped up with $45 million with Justin Fields. It can't be. The, the Chiefs are struggling with the best quarterback in the league because they had to pay him and they don't have the talent behind him. When was he succeeding? Last year, by the skin of his teeth, he got through. But before that, it was all when he was on that original deal and they weren't paying him the big bucks. And that's why they were winning games with Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. They were loaded, players top to bottom. I don't disagree with with. Getting a rookie quarterback, I just think you're looking at the wrong guy. This guy, I have zero confidence in this guy. You might be right. I don't know enough about college football. I basically looked at some stats on this guy. I have not seen enough of Caleb Williams. I'm going off the pros, which these guys screw it up all the time, which we know. I mean, there wasn't, there weren't a lot of people screaming from the rooftop for Stroud, <laughs> and you know, there were a few guys, but most guys were pretty comfortable saying, but, "Yeah, Young's the number one guy," and it's clearly not the case. Yeah, and I remember even even talking to Pat back when when Herbert came out, and I I like the Dolphins. I'm like, man, I hope the Dolphins take him, and they take Tua instead. I told Pat, I said, "That's a colossal mistake." I said, "Herbert's the guy you want to take." Because he came up in a college football system that is designed for a pocket passer, which makes you NFL ready, and, and that that is the reason why I do, that's the reason why I like this Bo Nix guy, who a lot of people don't have rated very high. He's. 25, 26 years old, been in college five years. This guy's ready to play football. Right, and, and Bo Nix can be a steal because they're talking about him late first round, early second. I mean, somebody is going to pick That's him up. That's my guy in this draft right here. I think he's the best quarterback in this entire draft. It could be a good call for somebody because, like I said, he's going to be available and he's going to get some playing time for sure. Kid, you got anything else on this Fields deal? We're going to move on. Uh, I mean – if you talk to me, I really like Fields, but I, it, it just kind of seems more and more sense to me to trade him. I mean, when you when you just look at, I mean, Fields, yeah, he's getting. Let's just say this: that if Fields plays well um, against the Packers, then there's some talking. But I just don't know. I mean, he's getting it done, but he's just getting it done. That's it. Like but he's barely. He, he will win over all it takes. Chicago fans, you win. You get a big win against the Packers. Well, look at the Packers. Think about twelve guys out on the injury report already. I mean, you know, when you beat a team like the Baltimore Ravens or the Forty Nine or somebody that's got a big time defense, and you go in there as, as fields and you start beating teams like that, then you can tell me about keeping a guy. Otherwise. Pack up your bags and move on down the road. I'm going to give him a bravo, though, when they were ta- they were interviewing him the other day. And he said, I know it's going to be packed with fans because there's really nothing else to do here in Green yeah, Bay to watch that. football. So, And Bears fans love that stuff, too. You know, Bears fans love anything putting a knock on the Packers. And, I, and again, I want the Bears to win. I want them to knock Green Bay out. I want that. And I, and I want, I want Fields to succeed. I'm just looking at the franchise. I'm looking at the way that they're setting things up, the way they're piecing it together. If they can bring in a rookie quarterback and get some really good value out of him, they could set themselves up in that two- to five-year window with the team they got, with the defense they got, with some of the offensive players they got to compete for a Super Bowl, not for a playoff spot, not for a division and just sneak past the Lions and the Packers. I'm talking about winning the whole deal, which we haven't done since 85. Every every expert in the world says that this Caleb Williams is the guy, but... I, I myself just do not see it. They've missed before, and they'll miss again. I'm just hoping that, for the Bears' sake, that if they go the Williams route, that he's the truth, and he is what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, well, when you look at the Bears, I mean, they've been missing out on so many QBs. Like, a 
like um like Mahomes and Jackson and now CJ Stroud if they get like the scariest like, part for me is what if something like what Eli Manning happens? The guy says I'm not going to play for you, and then they draft him, and then they got to trade him away anyway. You'll usually he know that does not want to come. You, you'll usually know that they knew it with the Eli San Diego situation, and if He's that's already if, made it pretty hey, clear, if that's the case, if if that ends up being the case, and that becomes a storyline, and it's just not going to happen. The Bears are still in a pretty darn good spot, man. They they can they can trade that pick, you know. They can bring in a veteran. They can stick with you know sticking with Fields is not the worst thing that can happen. I just don't think it's the right thing. Let me ask you got a lot of options. If this guy Penix Jr. happens to beat Michigan on Monday night, how high up you think he gets drafted? Dude, I was gonna talk about. It. I'm still gonna talk about him later. I'm, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that. We're moving on. All right, we're going to the pick six. We got to talk about this because this week. We're picking all the games. That's the deal. With the pick six pool, final week, you pick every game. So we're going to shoot through them. I'm going to talk to you guys. We'll, we'll pick them as we go. But one guy won it this week on a three-week rollover, 1,300. Guy brought in one guy. Wow. He needed the Packers in the final game. I got to give the guy. And by the way, I looked him up. He's 67th in the pool. So it don't take. you just got to win once. Wow. You just got to win once for a, a $5 a week investment. So it wasn't old Joe. It was not old Joe. No, it's not old Joe. So we went two and four. I don't even want to talk about it. Our picks right down the toilet this week. Did not go well. Puts me in 92nd overall. So I only bring this up out of, I think, 98. I only bring this up because by bringing this pick six into this discussion, next year there's going to be a lot more weight put on the pick six. Colt 45, that's our code name. Colt 45 is going top 10 next year with the assistance of Caden, Uncle Clint, Peppy. We're going to go top 10. We got to get this done. I got to go with 6-0 and at least once. You can't get any worse. Yeah, it cannot get worse. This was the worst year I've ever had. The top record in the league going into the final week here was 68-34. and That's, that's good. a good That's, that's a good year. Good. I had a good year once and it was not that good. That's it was good more year. like I was like 62 and something. And that's, that's impressive. That's really impressive. So without further ado, let's go through these things. We got, and these are, this is the hardest week to pick all the games because the lines are all over the place. There's a ton of guys not playing. It's just, it's I'm, tough. I'm still baffled by the Rams sitting Stafford. That move to me makes no sense. We got, if they lose that game, they play the Cowboys instead of the Lions. It just Yeah, that's that's no odd. I think that they would want. You know, to, to I bet the, I'll pick the Rams to beat the Cowboys. I mean, they're, well, they're obviously not afraid of the Cowboys because if they lose today, that's who they're. I mean, Sunday, that's who they're playing. It almost sounds like that's what they favor, that's right? They, they I mean, the only thing you don't like about that game is it's in Dallas, and Dallas—that's where Dallas plays well. Dallas on the road is sketchy at best. You know. All right, first game: Pittsburgh in Baltimore. Pittsburgh favored by three and a half. This is the kind of stuff you got to deal with this week. You got Pittsburgh favored by three and a half in Baltimore. In a game they have to win, I think the Steelers cover that game. They okay. have to win the Steelers. I don't mind it. Lamar's not playing. I, I think the Ravens, without Lamar, it comes down to their defense, and their defense is banged up right now. They need this week off. Ravens are pretty much taking this thing off. Pittsburgh's going to win that game. I like that. Houston at Indy. I got uh, – this is in Indy. The Colts are favored by a half a point. It's a push. That's for a division title, and I think – C.J. Stroud gets the job done. You're going to go Houston? What do you think, Caden? I like Houston. I like Houston, too. Atlanta in New Orleans. These are are some interesting games because this this has uh, implications, too. Those teams suck. God, well, Atlanta last week, we saw playing the Bears. You really got to see that they stink. God. 
This is in New Orleans, yeah. I, I gotta take the Saints got to cover three and a half, but I like it too. I, I, I don't. I avoid the Saints at all costs. I got to pick them this week right. because I have to pick the game. But I will. I can't stand picking any game that had the Saints in it. I don't know if they're going to win by thirty or lose by thirty. They, Lions are the same. They way got checked down Carr. Right the guy just checks down all game, and then he makes a bonehead mistake and gets mad at everybody else. I, that guy drives me crazy. Jaguars at Tennessee. We got the Jaguars favored by four and a half. Uh, that's tough. Where's the Jaguars got to win that game. Is it at Tennessee? It's at Tennessee. Four and a half. Jaguars have been awful. I liked it. Is Tannehill quarterback <laughs> for the Titans? I think we got to pick Jacksonville. I, I mean, like Tennessee. But I'm no. going Jacksonville because, and I, you guys can get me on another one if you disagree. I'm going okay. Jacksonville only because, and it's not Lawrence. It's not. It's it's that coach. I feel like that guy's going to figure something out. He might. I, he he rem- he's like the Joe Madden. Of pro football, he's, he's got a kind of he's weird methodologies about him. I like him. He's I think he's. I like think him. he's going to find his way in. Why do you have your mic disconnected from the stand? What are you doing? Singing a song? All right. What? <laughs> we, got, we got the Vikings at Detroit, and we got Detroit favored by three and a half. There's Minnesota, Detroit. Minnesota has to win, and Detroit cannot. Change any seating, no matter what happens, because of the debacle from last week. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. So, but ah, man, that's a tough game. But I mean, Minnesota has to win or they're out. So they're going to be. I like the Vikings getting points, showing everything they can at you. I think I take Minnesota in that game. Is Detroit going to go full, full out in this thing? I mean, they got. There's no position to gain. Are you sure? Dan Campbell said he ain't not, he ain't never sitting none of his players because it takes him out of rhythm. My guys are playing oh, God. all week. Because who do you like? I I, I kind of like Detroit. Minnesota's playing for the playing for the playoffs. They so, are. Yeah. Who do you like? You're yeah. the you're the vote on this. I like Detroit. He likes Minnesota. Who's Minnesota starting? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I think they're going back to Nick Mullins. I'm picking Detroit. <laughs> okay. Nick Mullins. I don't Jack. trust that team. Did you see what happened last week? The reason I'm going against Detroit is every time I pick them, they burn. That reminds me of the Saints for me. The Jets at New England. Uncle go Clint. They got the Patriots are favored by two and a half. Jets. Where's it at? New England. Is Zappy starting for New England? Can I just not pick that game and take a pass? I have to pick all. Oh, I have to pick all of them. And we're moving kind of slow here. All right. I, I, it's an I awful like New game. England. The Jets. Come I'm on. I'm going with Uncle Clint there. We got to go with Uncle Clint. I like New England's at home. We got and also maybe, maybe Belichick's last game. You don't know. I don't think so, but possibly. So they won't let they Bill. They score. won't let Bill go out on a loss to the Jets. So we're going. I'm with you there. I'll go with that one. Okay. Tampa at Carolina. Uh, Tampa favored by five and a half. I don't care. It's Tampa. Tampa Bay's winning. It's got to be Tampa. They got to win that game. Dude, at one point last week, I've I've caught some Bryce Young stats early in games, like when they're actually trying to win and they're just not giving yards away at the end. It's embarrassing. I don't have any idea why I picked Carolina in the Survivor Pool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the absolute worst pick ever in my entire life. I was just not even going to bring that back up oh, from last horrible. week. Terrible. They are awful, and Bryce Young. I'm telling you, at three different times this year, I saw. They beat the Packers the week before. They I'm telling horrible. you, I saw five for seventeen for thirty-seven yards, like like multiple times this year. How is that possible? Like I told Pepe, the guy's too short. He's, he's very small. <laughs> we always bring that up. All right, Cincinnati or Browns at Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati favored by five and a half. Oh, Browns cover that going away. What What's the deal there? There's got to be something there. What's, the Browns need to win this game? Can they not improve on any position or I anything? Because the Browns can improve, but, but they're not. Cincinnati has been all. Uh, what do you think, Caden? Uh, I feel like Cincinnati's got to win that. What, is it against the Browns? Yeah. I like the Browns. Wait, are they playing everybody? I don't know. We'll go Browns. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle favored by I like two Cincinnati, and a half. actually. Seattle favored by two and a half. I like Cincinnati. All right, I got it. Got I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. He picks all the animal games every week on ESPN. I was like, who's Chauncey? He, he's, he's an outdoors guy on ESPN on Saturday mornings. He picks all the animal games, and I was just listening to the ESPN before we got over here, and Chauncey takes the Seahawks, so I'm taking the, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'll go with Chauncey. I have no opinion on that game. There's a lot of games here I have no opinion on. you got the uh, the Bears at the Packers. Packers favored by three and a half. The, the Packers have to win this game. Packers have to I know win they this do. game or they're out. So I'm going to take the pack. Caden? Bears. I would just hate for it to come down to us needing – you know, I can, we could still win here. You get the best record this week. You get a piece of the pie. I like the pass. At home. Oh, man. I'm not even going to tell you guys. All right, moving on. What? Here we go. No, we're still going. Eagles at the Giants. Eagles favored by five and a half. got to go. Gotta go. Gotta go what? What do you have? Eagles. Eagles, Eagles can't keep sucking. They gotta win this game. I'm with you guys. Like I just can't totally give up on the Eagles yet. They they got what's going on in Philly? Give Crazy. Off. The Rams at San Francisco. Niners favored by three and a half. Are the Niners playing everybody? What are Niners they? are sitting everybody. Yeah, Brock Purdy. We gotta go Rams. But the Rams are sitting Stanford for oh, some that's reason. Right. That's right. But Carson Wentz is playing. Carson Wentz is still solid. Kind of like the Rams here. Uh, is I CMC mean, sitting? No, but they got Eli Mitchell. No, he's hurt. Caffrey's hurt. He's I think we got to. I think we got to try the Rams, the Rams here. Let's try the Rams. But the Rams don't need to win either. Yes, well, they don't need to win it, but they, for whatever reason, they're sitting standing. I'm, I'm glad you tried to figure this out because I have no idea who needs to do what to win. Are you sure the Rams are locked Rams. in? They're yeah, locked they're in. not locked in. No, they're they're in the playoffs. Yes, they get the seventh seed if they lose. Okay, so they're they're locked in in the playoffs then. Okay, we're gonna go, Caden. What do you think? I like that. Like what? The Rams. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that oh, one. That's a total toss. Like Denver at Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Jesus, dude. You have to Vegas. You have to pick every game. Vegas favored oh, by two and a half. God. And this is a total, like, Vegas. I, you don't I, know I, if I they're going to score three I points. Las Vegas. That coach is good. I like the coach, too. But they don't. They're offense. They suck. <laughs> they're horrible. That guy was good. Uh, O'Connor. You don't think Sean Payton's a good coach? No, this is why I can't pick every game. This is hard. This is like, what? What do you do with I these like games? Denver. I'll go with you. I'm going with Uncle Clint on this one. We've, we've. I just don't trust the back. Every game we've had tons of disagreements here. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs. Chargers favored by one and a half. Chiefs. Chargers are favored. Yeah, it's got to be a nothing. Game. Mahomes is sitting. Got to be. Mahomes is sitting. Who's behind Mahomes? Um, Chad Henne. I take the Chiefs. <sighs> you know Easton Stick. <laughs> All right. All righty. Dallas at Washington. Dallas favored by 13 and a half. Oh, my 
God, I got I to gotta go with the Commanders. That's just too much wood. I cannot pick teams that got that big of a spread. Caden. What? Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo favored by two and a half. Uh, this is a game, right? This matters, doesn't it? Or doesn't Miami matter? can't be a good Buffalo's got to win, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Josh Allen will choke. I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> Who are you going with, Kate? Choke City. I don't know, because Miami can't be the good team, but Buffalo chokes, so I don't know. Josh Allen. It's gonna be a low, it's gonna be, I feel like it's going to be a very low scoring game or very high. I'm not telling you guys that one. I'm making my own pick. He's going to throw an interception at the end of the game. I'll give results either way. We have picked 16 games out of 16 Wait, schedule. Was that night game? And we're submitting it. That game is the. Sunday night game, well, no and I will tell you, I will tell you, no matter what week or what year or how I'm doing in this thing, I never do good when I pick all the games ever, ever. It's just too many. It, it, the final week of the season, there's just too many moving pieces. You what have no idea. Usually go in the last week of the season. Yep. Eight and eight. I mean, that's really yeah, because it's just eight it's, and eight. Oh, we're gonna do better. But I'll tell you eight. that a thirteen and three. How do you know? We you don't even know which game I picked. I think, we got, I think we got. <laughs> 10, 11, 11, 11. I don't. I hope so. I hope so. We'll see. Let's stay with the NFL and uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened in Detroit. I mean, I was watching that game. Caden and I were absolutely just. We were losing our minds because we knew we're like we're like they started moving the ball. We're like they're going to score here, and it's so interesting in games where teams cannot score, and then all of a sudden late I, in the I game, was, I was out with Frankie Espedia and, and Ron, and I said Detroit's going to go right down the field, score a touchdown, no problem. And I just. And Dan Campbell is not kicking the extra point. This guy's going for the win, no question about it. And you can see clearly, seventy was like eight yards behind the guys when it comes to check in. Sixty-eight clearly goes up to the ref. He checks himself into the game. This referee should not be allowed to referee another football game in the NFL again. He should his contract should be terminated, and he should be out. This is that not. Is this is not preseason. Ratings. This changes the whole landscape of the playoffs. At least one home game, maybe two. This is also going to put Dallas at home, where they play best, and that's going to put them in a good position where they won't have to see San Fran until the NFC Championship in San Fran. This could have totally San changed. Fran, yeah, they can't. This, be this, San this changes the whole landscape, and I, I that's think a big screw. Pretty well at the end of that game. I, you know what? And then I, I will say this: once they called that. You got to kick. I mean, I, I, love, kick <laughs> I love I love Campbell. He was my pick for coach of the year. I love watching him. I, I I love how aggressive he is. I liked everything he was doing there. But when you go to fourth and seven, no. Now you got to kick it and you got to go to overtime. I don't know what he's thinking there. And then Parsons, who's supposed to be defensive player of the year candidate, jumps. The last two seasons, that guy has not got the job done late in the season. Parsons' numbers, second half of the year, go way down. This has been the second time this has happened to him, and he's making. You're supposed to be a defensive player. You're, you're jumping off sides on a two point conversion. They picked that ball off. They picked Goff's ball off. Game over. Parsons jumps. Play it again. Do it again. And they had Goff missed the throw. By the way, he did. Uh, went from the three yeah, and a half yard line. Goff missed that throw. That guy had space. That was an easy throw and catch. That was a and he two missed point him. conversion. That last play, they would have converted. Yes. Throw. Yes. But. The, the thing I didn't like about it was the, the flag on that first play came in like a minute after the play was already over. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. I'm with play. you. There was no flag. The, the play was over. There was no flag that the guy, the, the guy clearly, if you watch the play, 
knew he was eligible because he turned for the ball right after he made his move. I mean, it was Dan obvious. Campbell said at the beginning of the game, I gave them all of our plays and let them know exactly what I was going to do. The referee blew it. And then the NFL, here's what, the NFL is fixed because they back horrible officiating. They don't ever penalize these guys. They don't do nothing to these guys. That guy should be out of the league. Well, Go I, back and coach college football and learn how to be a little bit more attentive to what's going on. You're at the big boy level. You need to pay attention to what's going on. I think to your point, if you flip that, right, if you flip that, the scenario, meaning the two teams – is that flag coming out a minute later against Absolutely the Cowboys? Not. I don't think Absolutely so. Absolutely not. I don't think so. Hey, I'll say like if it's like the Panthers and somebody. Like, yeah. No, I mean Dallas. They're not going to take a win away from Dallas uh, based on that. They're going to swallow that. You can look at the the replay. You can see the guy went and checked yeah, in. It's supposed to be a, a win away supposed to be a little bit discreet. By the way, like the guy's not supposed to go up with a megaphone and say because the other team can see that. Happening. Oh, it's supposed the, to be a little discreet, and that's what Jeff it was. Saturday was under. He said all the guys got to do. All the guys got to do is point to his jersey. That's it. But they sent two linemen up there, so, not, so the other know, team right. doesn't know which guy's reporting in is eligible. It was awful. Hooker or number seventy was like eight yards out of the play. Yeah, no, in the play. It's just the referee's running away from the play, and seventy hasn't even got up there to report yet. I mean, at that it level, was egregious. At that level of football. The best officials in the world, the best brand of football, the amount of money back in that—you can't have that happen. All the guys you just can't. It took them years to figure out what a catch was. Just I mean, they just made a mistake. Yeah, so no, I agree. That, you that's you bad. Made a mistake. It meant you screwed up. That's it. Let's hit up Lamar real quick because we talked about it last week. Then the dude comes in and just absolutely shreds the Dolphins. I think he was eighteen of twenty-one with five touchdowns. Made me think of Sherman over there. He was still arguing this week that he's not the MVP and he's going through all these stats and everything. And I'm thinking, they keep going to this responsible for touchdowns. What happens when you throw a dime and your wide receiver goes out of bounds at the one and then you hand it to Justice Hill or Gus Edwards and they go and you don't get credit for that touchdown? Like, there's just stats out there that people are using, especially Sherman, who was a 49er. So you can see where this is going, right? He was a 49er. So he was saying nothing but good things where he wanted Purdy. Now that Purdy has fallen off, now he thinks CMC is the you know is the MVP. I thought you said he's, he wanted Allen. He's looking no, well. He mentioned Allen because he was talking about percentage, this touchdown percentage thing. Uh, Allen's responsible for seventy five percent. Lamar was only responsible for fifty one. How many interceptions does he get? <laughs> yeah. Allen. The, the bottom line is we talked about it last week. Lamar is getting it done. Lamar had kind of a slower start to the season. But this is the time to get it done right now. The team's winning their games. They're the number one seed in the AFC. They beat the best teams in the in the league. Guys, MVP, here's period. Here's here's plain and simple. Here's what I tell Sherman. Take Lamar Jackson off of Baltimore and take Brock Purdy off of the 49ers and see which team's better. And I would tell you this right now. Even it, Of course, 100% agree with you there. But Lamar's, Lamar is so good in that system that I would even argue with you to put Mahomes there. In Baltimore, and I think Lamar's going to do a better job. I just think that his tools with that team work better with his ability to move, with his ability to affect the game with his feet. And I think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. But I think Lamar, right there in that spot, he's the and, guy. And a lot of that goes to coaching. Harbaugh does not get a lot of credit. Harbaugh has the he's perfect, a good coach. He's got the perfect quarterback for that system, or did he design the system around the quarterback? Because the Harbaugh boys know what's going on. John and Jim, both of them. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I feel like, like it was usually all pass 
um, and Lamar running, but they've done a really nice job um, contributing in the running game with Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, but it's not all pass. They kind of kept the defense on their toes, not just with Lamar running, but with the running game and right. passing. And they're not leaning on Lamar as much to run the football the way that he was because he's become such a good passer. Usually, yeah, usually the big plays with him his, running. Yeah, keeps his head downfield. I mean, the guy makes big plays at big times, and he's still got the wheels when he needs them. I, I, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. I like running the football and playing defense, and I think that uh, thunder and lightning from the Detroit Lions are coming out of the NFC. Nice, nice. That's the the Gibbs Montgomery combination. Yeah, I, like I just don't dig, know if I trust Goff. Yeah, when when like let's say Detroit uh, digs yourself into a hole, that running the running the football is not going to get that job done. Well, they that's got true. Weapons, they got to come from behind. I don't think Goff can get it done. He does have experience, but I'm always worried about Goff's evil twin. If Goff's evil twin shows up, he's like a very whole good. different player. Very, very that true. That's what worries me the most. Their defense worries me a little bit. That Hutchinson has looked really great at times. and Other times it feels like their defense is not disruptive enough. But we're going to make our picks next week because we got the playoffs coming and everything will be set. So we'll know the matchups. We can pick it all the way through. Okay. All right, we're moving on. All right, before we get to our finale, I did want to do a little piece on the college football playoffs. I'll say flat out. I'm not a college football guy. I don't watch it. it. The game to me just looks so much different than the NFL. It's like it's such a it's to me it's just such a lesser product. The best team's not even really playing for the championship. Best team in college football is Georgia. Bulldogs. I, I was about to I was about to say that. I mean, they, they clearly need to expand that because the fact that they they, they just. They got in a little trouble I mean, in that Alabama game, straight. but I think they beat that Alabama team seven out of ten times. Next year it goes to twelve. Yeah, it, it has to. I mean, especially with this year where you got the, what happened to Florida State with with the quarterback. They were, you know, the fact that they were undefeated. It was the right call for competition, but again, you can't have undefeated teams like Florida State not being in. I mean, you just Correct. can't. And Georgia and Georgia wanted to make sure they proved the point by being left out. Oh yeah, they just. Pounded Florida State into the ground. I mean, that was with intention. Unmercifully, that that, that coach had every intention of just pop sledgehammering them into the ground. Next year we go to twelve, but my concern about going to twelve is that it's just going to be loaded up with Big Ten and SEC teams, and a little guy still isn't going to get a shot. I mean, we're going to find out how they're going to play that. I mean, because the the TCU thing really hurt them with what happened to TCU getting through and then not being able to compete. You know that hurt, but again, even I thought. To me, I just always think the SEC is so much more dangerous. But it's, I thought that Michigan was going to have a tough time. And as soon as I started watching the game, I said, oh, no. Because I thought they were dominating a lesser competition, basically. Michigan all year. But as soon as I saw the game, I said, oh, no, they're going to hang with Bama here. And, and they actually outplayed them pretty much the whole game. They just had a bunch of – the only reason that Bama was in that game is because Michigan was making a lot of dumb mistakes. J.J. McCarthy, local kid, playing for the national championship here. I know. Uh, I'm going the other way, though. I'm going to be one of the very few people that picks Washington. I actually took Washington before the thing started because I told my buddy, Washington has beat everybody they put in front of him and hasn't got any respect the whole year. Including and, Oregon twice. And, and Oregon think, twice, who Oregon is a team that can beat any of these teams. Yep. And they yeah. beat them twice in and, close games. And I had no idea that this Penix Jr. guy was that good. He's got the two blown ACLs. He started out in Indiana and ended up having to transfer over. But this guy can flat out sling the rock. I mean, he throws he throws dimes. He can run to get out of the way. This guy 
I think he's going to win a national championship. I, I've been waiting to talk about Penix, and I, I feel like it's it's another game where I feel like I need to watch that first quarter. I need to see the two teams on the field together to really get a feel for it. Is Is Michigan just going to dominate them so much up front? Washington's got a really good offensive line. I want to see that battle in the trenches, see what happens there. If they're dominating and getting to him really quick, I don't know what he's going to be able to do. But I'm going to tell you right now, there just can't be anybody in college football right now that throws a better ball than that guy. That guy last week, I just I watched like a couple quarters, and I'm like, this guy's making NFL throws. This guy's not throwing the guys five yards open. This guy's dropping balls in the basket, man. I mean, they were perfect. Beautiful. 40, 40, 50, 60 yarders, too. They I, I, was, I was absolutely blown away. And I was told myself, I said, how did I not know that about this guy? I mean, I've watched some of the highlights. I've seen some. But every pass was perfect. I mean, I'm talking perfect where you're, like, dropping it in. And, and anticipation throws. These are things you look for in the NFL. These are things like I've always complained about with Fields where you'll watch a game. He don't make a single anticipation throw. He said after, where you make the move before a player gets out of his cut and all that. This guy can do that. He said after the game, he said they didn't give Washington no chance. He said, I'm a big money guy and I make big money plays. And, and that he did. And I will tell you, that dude can lay it in there. After watching that game, I think Washington beats Michigan. I really do. They they certainly have a chance. I just need to see the big boys battle and see. Because like I said, that was my concern with Michigan. And as soon as I saw it, I said, ooh, I told Kate. And I said, I, I know I told you I thought Alabama, but I, I watched just a little bit. And Michigan, it's good. they're going to be right there the whole game. You can just see it. Yeah. One thing I was really impressed with Penix is I really feel like when you look at college, uh, even Justin Fields and – like Bryce Young, they were making fabulous plays, fabulous throws, but it just didn't look like NFL quality, like they can make those plays um, consistently and in the NFL. It just didn't look like NFL quality plays. Like, uh, But just panic, it, it looks like he's doing it at a consistent pace, and it look it just looks like an NFL quarterback. Throw. He's throwing to covered guys. That's what impressed me. These guys are covered. What do you guys think if Washington wins a national championship? How high does Penix get drafted? I'll tell you right now. Whatever team I'm cheering for, I wouldn't mind having that guy on it. I mean, that guy throws. I was so impressed by him. I'm sitting here going, I don't care about his ACLs. He's not a running back. I mean, and he was like, the way he stands back there, it's like, He's a pocket passer, he's man. He's confident, too. He's confident. He can't run like Vic. That's right. You had me for a second on Vic. You're thinking more the lefty and the arm. He don't have the, the athleticism like Vic. But, man, is he comfortable back there? Did you see him get away from the defense? Or did you see him use his wheels to get away from the defense? The way that guy throws the ball, I don't want him running. I mean, he, he just, wherever he wants it, he puts it. And I, I was blown away, man. I got to tell you. I don't know what's going to well, happen against I'm, Michigan. but What's we'll he concerned about with quarterbacks? Well, especially, well, mostly running backs, but sometimes quarterbacks is – the injuries because NFL and college, especially the hits, are just way tougher. They're harder. They're rough on your bodies. I don't think these, especially well, running backs. But you talking about a guy who like panics, he's um and like who already had injuries. Like that, that's a worry. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Move him down in the draft because of the two ACLs. I, I, mean, I agree. That's, that's probably going to move him down. Is it the, the same draft. leg? Is it, did he get two in the same? I did. I don't know. I yeah, I, you're, I knew he was but hurt I, a couple I know times. He's got two, ACLs, and that's probably going to move him down in the draft. But this guy can flat out throw the football. I mean, this guy can pass. 
Well, I you know for for Maloney, I hope Michigan gets it because his whole garage is decked out in Michigan. He played you know he played yeah. for the Wolverines and all that. So for him, I hope that uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Michigan. Yeah, I, I hope that they get it. And Harbaugh may be gone. Yeah, Harbaugh may be is. coming to the pros. That's what they're saying. So Harbaugh to the Chargers. Oh man, Bears. I, yeah. but, uh, I'll tell you that's that's one guy that you can Eberflus. You can move on defensive coordinator if it's Harbaugh. Other than that, I kind of thought the guy earned his shot to stick around. But if it's Harbaugh, you're gone. These, no, the, the Harbaugh him. boys can coach. Defensive coordinator. The yeah, Harbaugh boys Eberflus. know how to coach football, you know? and you know I want I want them. So, and and Michigan. It just felt like they never had enough. You know, it never felt like they can get over the top of those SEC teams. And now I they're there. If Michigan wins, Harbaugh leaves. If Michigan loses, Harbaugh stays. You might be right. The Washington thing's a great story, so I'm not going to be hurt if Washington wins that game. Most of all, I want it to be a good game. I mean, these this weekend, it was the first time where both of those semifinal games were good games. If it if it ends up working into a really good championship game, that's what you want. I think it's. I hope it is for for college football, and for it to continue to gain traction and and start to win over somebody like me who may start to watch a little more during the season. I want that to be a really good game. I, I makes take me back to Vince Young, Texas, those type I'm, of games. I want it. Like I'm that. just good because I I watch. Uh, College football, not a ton, but I watch quite a bit of it. I'm just glad a lot more people are getting to see this Penix Jr. guy because this guy, I mean, he can flat out sling it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he needs to be, and, and again, being out where he's at, you don't get to see him a lot. You know, he's not, you know, unless you're staying up late, things like that. And you're going to get to see a lot of him on Monday night. Yep, no doubt about it. All right, we're moving on. All right, this was the ultimate rabbit hole I think I've ever went down, right? I just kind of came up with it because we had movies last week, and I just started talking about some of the Rocky characters and, and things like that. And I'm going, I gotta, we got to do one that's just our favorite fictional sports name of all time. Everybody's going to get their time. But what I have to say is that it's just a favorite name. My list of stuff that I wrote down ended up being heavily based on my favorite movies. You know what I mean? Like my list is definitely biased. And a couple things before, I'll, Clint, I'll let you guys do your list and then I'll, I'll finish with some things. Or I'll, we'll just jump in. We'll all get to talk a little bit. But clearly, Stallone was a master of names. This is what I came up with. As I'm going through my, my rabbit hole here and looking at all these names, I'm going, Stallone was a master. I mean, even go outside of, his, of the sports stuff. Rambo, Cobra. You know, he had all these names where, like, he just had it figured out. And all the characters are just perfect. Another two other masterful movies, actually three, Major League, White Men Can't Jump, and Sandlot, all delivering fantastic names. I, I'll probably say your names at some point in here, but I'm going to tell you right out of the gate. The, the combination of Rocky names from Clubber, Clubber Lang, Thunderlips, Ivan Drago, Apollo Creed, and Rocky Balboa. I mean, Stallone is a genius. Like, where do you come up with this stuff? Clubber Lane was my tie for first. I mean, Clubber Lane, I got it bolded on my list. Clubber, Clubber Lane is like perfect. <laughs> Clubber Lane was, he, he was tied for my number one with Billy Hoyle from <laughs> I love Billy Hoyle. Because, Billy Hoyle. Because could there be a whiter name than Billy Hoyle? You know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> this guy, he's Billy Hoyle. He's so over there stretching. It was perfect. I mean, Sydney D. Jack Harlow? 
Yeah, that was, oh. yeah. But it, but the first white man can't jump, Billy Hoyle was Woody Harrelson. Billy and it's just Hoyle. An, Him and Clubber that's, Lane were tied. That's a good tie. That's a good tie for sure. When you when you look at uh, jumping a major league, listen listen to a I few had names. Wild things on my list. Listen, also. Ricky Vaughn was wild. Thing. wild I mean, thing, so yeah. Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn, Willie Mays Hayes, Pedro, Pedro Serrano. Serrano. <laughs> and then. Everything fit their character. You know what I mean? Even to the point of like Jake Taylor, Roger Dorn. Like, it's just such creativity there. Another guy I had out here was Scooter McGavin. I had Scooter on my first. Well, That's no. Just an awesome no, name. is it? Sco- no, no, it's Shooter. McGavin. It's Shooter. It's Shooter. 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 So, Kate, do you know what he's Shooter. from? You should know this. Shooter McGavin was Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. He's the guy that goes against Happy in, in golf. Shooter yeah. McGavin. Oh, you haven't watched uh, Happy Gilmore yet? Shooter. Oh, you were thinking of. Can give you uh, one of your shooter. ones because he's an, it's another Adam Sandler one. Uh, give me a. Uh, oh, Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah, Bobby Water Boucher. Boy. Bobby Boucher. I so, work with a guy whose name is Bobby Boucher. Are you serious? Yeah, he's put a lawsuit in against Waterboy for using his name. Dude, this is crazy. Hey, here's another one. Bobby do you, Boucher. Do you know what this one's from? Ernie McCracken. You know what that's from? You should know this. Oh, the, the, the Kingpin. Kingpin. The bowling. The bowling one. <laughs> yeah. Ernie McCracken. Hey, pulled a couple of these. This one this one almost made my top. From Days of Thunder. You got to put NASCAR. If you put NASCAR in as a sport. What about Ricky Bobby? Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle was Days yeah. of Thunder. And Ricky Bobby was the other Ricky one. Ricky Bobby. From that. Now, here. I went with some fringe movies here. Because this is, this is where I ended up going with this. And it came back to Stallone again. And you're not even going to have any idea where I'm going with this. But you'll know the movie. The name of the movie is Over the Top. Arm wrestling yeah. is a sport. His name, Lincoln Hawk. Lincoln Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> How do you come? Now listen, in, in Over the Top. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, I got to show oh, him this. Because in Over the Top, there's all these guys at the end of it. One of them. Bull Hurley. You yeah, remember him? Yeah, Had the Master Blaster yeah. shirt on? And the other guy that drinks the Kestrel. The other guy that drinks the Kestrel, I got his name written down too. John Grizzly. John now Grizzly. this is all Stallone. You know he had to come up with these names because who else could do that? Who could come up with Lincoln Hawk? That was a Stallone? great movie. Oh, too. fantastic. He, Katie, he was a truck driver and he had like a, a weight stack behind his truck and he would drive and as he's driving he was just practicing his arm wrestling doing yeah. the crate. And, and um, he was so little. He was so small compared to all these other guys in this arm wrestling competition. It, it's just oh, a yeah. great movie. You have to watch it. Caden, give, uh, give me your guy from Sandlot. What was your name Smalls. there? You had one. Smalls. Smalls. So I went into Sandlot a little bit and, and again, a lot of these movies were really delivered throughout. So you had Scotty Smalls, you had Squints, you had Ham Porter. That was the big guy that catch yeah, him. Was Hamilton. Catch yep, him. Ham yeah. Porter. And then you had Benny the Jet. So they had, again, pretty good names there. Benny Rodriguez, yeah. Ham Porter, Scotty Smalls, and Squints. Those are all quality. Another guy I had that wasn't as great of a name. It was one of my favorite movies of all time. Roy Hobbs. Roy yep. Hobbs from the National. Classic that name. Was another great name I had on there. And then, of course, Rocky Balboa. Everybody's yep. got Rocky. That's on the list. Absolutely. You know. I had one. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to know. This. Oh, you should know this one, Clint. Willie Beeman. <laughs> Do you know that? Any given Sunday. It was Jamie Foxx, okay. the quarterback. Okay. And he, they showed him doing the music video and all that. And they said, I'm Willie. <laughs> and it was like this whole thing. But anyway, I had I'm Willie Beeman on there because I thought that was crazy. I, I agree. I'm still going, though, because I wanted to go back to White Men Can't Jump for a second. You got Billy Hoyle. And then when they bring up the other characters, like other guys in the movie, 
You had the king and the duck. King Where'd he go? Eddie the king, Farouk, yeah. and duck jazz. That's right. You had the king and the duck. And then in the two-on-two, you had Flight and Willie. Flight and Willie. So, the, again, it's just masterful. It's just masterful writing coming up with these combinations of guys. And I got one more you're going to appreciate. We're king in here. We in two and we out. I got... <laughs> that's right. I had Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire. That yeah, was... Uh, yeah. Cuba Gooding's character, and here this one, this one was for us growing up right here, and this is for people growing up in the '80s. Cult classic, Crew Jones from Rad. So Rad was like the BMX movie of our day, and we probably watched it a thousand times. Hell Track, Bart Taylor was the was the other guy, and then the, the the two brothers and the whole scene. Bart Taylor, the guy who acted as Bart Taylor, he was actually an Olympic gymnast. In oh, real life, life. yeah. Okay. It's kind of an interesting backdrop there. So I had all these guys. This is where I ended up going. I'm like, I was thinking of any kind of sport, BMXing, arm wrestling, anything you could think of. But the, the three names I had highlighted, two of them were Stallone. One of them was Crew Jones because I just think there was nobody named Crew back then. There's someone do that now. I just had I just love that name. One of my buddies named his kid Crew but after that. and um, But my my number two would be Lincoln Hawk. I just think Lincoln Hawk is such a cool name, but I'm I'm with you. The number one name of the, the number one name in in sports in fictional sports history is Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang, it stands alone. Clubber I mean, Lang. it's it's perfect, and the, everything fit. Chicago boxer, grimy, gritty. Clubber Lang, you got a prediction? Hey, you got a prediction for this fight? Pain. <laughs> He was, he was perfect, man. He was perfect. You Kaden, see my picture of me as Mr. T when I was a kid? No. Yeah, he was, he was Mr. Oh, T. Was awesome. He was Mr. T for awesome. Halloween one year, and I got to say, Grandma did a uh, pristine job with, yeah. with the outfit there. So that's the show. We hope you guys love the fictional sports names. We're coming back next week. We're going to do the best real athlete names. And, again, we're not talking about performance. We're not talking about. We're real just talking athletes. about real athlete names. I already got. I've already started some of my list. You got to dig around to find some of this stuff. I will say one just to give you guys an idea of what type of names we're coming up with. I'll throw one out there by the name of God Sham God. Yeah. These are yeah, the types of names. Yes, exactly. These names that. are out there. We're gonna have more of them for you next week. Wait, I, so, I, I, how about Ocho? No, no, no. Ocho, there's a I lot of good one, ones out there. What do you got? One. This is a real. Whoa, suck go. What? Yeah, he just got signed by the Padres. All right, you get ready with that list because we're gonna have Ocho them for next week. Cinco. There's another guy that I found. You gotta look way back to find this. Whoa, I am, I am hip. <laughs> I am yeah. hip. Like so yes, there's some good ones out there. So we're going to have a nice list for you guys with that next week. Remember to like us, follow us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week.